We are going on a journey, a journey to the center of the earth. Ten, nine. Every once in a while, things happen that just can't be rationalized in a conventional way. Eight, seven. EWA five seventeen. Do you want to report a UFO? Six, five. Yeah, but your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could, they didn't stop to think if they should. Well, he was what I would call a Sasquatch. Two, one. Welcome, surface dwellers, to the sacred ground of the Society of the Drive-In Underground. If you are hearing this broadcast, you are being blessed with the word of our Lord and Savior, Godzilla. Please applaud now for the keepers of the archives, translators of the terrestrial airwaves, and readers of the case files. Elisa Weglin, the conspiracy prober, and Jarrett, the kaiju man Weglin. See the technicolors, hear the Dolby sounds, feel the radioactivity cook your soul. Now, on with the show. Hello, everybody. Hi. It's been a while. It's been like two years. I'm two years older. It's the underground, well, society of the underground drive-in, and uh, we're still here. We're, we are still alive, believe it or not. We didn't suffocate to death in our basement. No, and everybody doubted us. Everybody da- Everyone was like, they're going to die. Apparently there's been uh, two viruses raging above ground, but one of them's been eradicated a couple days ago. Donald Trump, Donald Trump. Flew away in a helicopter. Flew away in a helicopter. (laughs) Uh, We won't get too deep into that, but we are still here to preserve all the things that we love as the world above is still being destroyed. And one of those things that we love is uh, stories of the paranormal. Yes. So let's get into it. So we are still living in a hole. Yes, we Uh, still live in a hole in the ground. Surrounded by goblins <laughs> and green ghouls. <laughs> they do our bidding. They bring us the archives. Yes. And uh, the rations. The rations? I used to call them rations. I know they're rations. Rations. I used to play a game called Metal Gear Solid. And one of the, the things uh, for health was called rations. But I used to call them rations. Very and funny. When I finally played with a friend, they, were, they made fun of me. Well, children are cruel. <laughs> and I was, uh, my phone was actually uh, typing what I was saying. I, <laughs> <laughs> typed my uh, loser dumb into my notes to it there. Uh, Very it, fun. <laughs> so yes, one of the things we do know is holes, since we've been living in one for oh about a little over two years, right? Like two years and two weeks. So I thought one of the stories that I'd bring today, we 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 thought since we were coming back after a while. We just do a case file today. Yeah. Start off easy peasy lemon squeezy. <laughs> so I wanted to do a little digging. That's a little wordplay, I guess. Because this is the story of something called Mel's Hole. Mel's Hole? Yeah, a guy called Mel. Okay, well, I could tell you where Mel's Hole is. <laughs> Where's that? In his butt. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're probably not wrong there, but he also has another hole. His mouth. Yes. 
He has a, a more paranormal hole. I could tell you what the third hole is. It's pee-pee hole. <laughs> <laughs> no, not the urethra. The urethra? There's a hole on his property. Oh, a property <laughs> hole. Yeah, and it seems to be bottomless. It seems to have paranormal properties. Ooh, like what? Like if you throw in an orange, <laughs> out back comes a lemon? <laughs> We'll get into it. Okay. There, and there seems to be other holes just like it around the earth. And we'll get into that as well. So uh, I'm going <laughs> to... One of the kings of broadcasting, someone that we strive to be. Well, maybe not Elisa, but me. <laughs> maybe, not, maybe, not, maybe not even me, because this guy's kind of a goon. But God rest his soul, because he did pass away a, a couple years ago. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> because... Uh, he is on Coast to Coast, one of my favorite uh, radio programs. Which we don't get anymore. No, we don't really. I haven't found it since we've gone underground. Yeah. But uh, we, we've, we're still trying to get our antennas up. Anyways, Coast to Coast. <coughs> little funny story about Coast to Coast. Elisa thought I was some right-wing nut because Coast to Coast was featured on, on a, uh, a, a right-wing talk, talk station. But it yeah. was it was late at night. But then, when we would get in my get in my car the next morning, it would be obviously on that conservative talk station. So she'd be like, "What were you listening to without me?" In yeah, the car? <laughs> it was uh, it was like Rush little... Limbaugh and stuff like John and Ken. Uh, immigrants need to be stop taking our jobs and shit like that. <laughs> yeah, it was really a, a red flag. Like really, I just want to hear about people's stories at one o'clock in the morning <laughs> anyways I, I my anyways uh coast to coast my favorite is george nori but this is art bell art, art bell, bell is great art bell is good george nori is my favorite art bell is the one that has passed away recently but he does uh have a lot of skepticism on this guy and you can hear it he has a lot of greens of salt but he still is okay with Mel Waters. His name's Mel Waters when he tells him about his uh, hole on his property. I'm gonna show. I'm gonna play just the the very first minute of uh, the very first interview of Mel Waters on Art Bell, February 1997. 97. Yeah, all of my uh, time points in my life are categorized in movies. This is before Jurassic Park, The Lost World. So that's how I categorize. I categorize it by I was six. Mm-hmm. This was six years old. Their numbers. I was not ten yet, so I was nine. Ah. Uh, now to Eastern Washington. I guess this is Eastern Washington. Mel, are you there? Yes, I am. Uh, first of all, Mel, thank you for answering. What are you doing up at this time of the morning? Well, <laughs> after I sent the facts, uh, I'm. Uh, I'm living in town here now because uh, we had a couple of our buildings out there cave in after the big snows that we had out here last month. Oh, yes. That's right. This uh, is Washington. (laughs) We are in western Washington. (laughs) Not to give our exact location away to the listeners. Yeah. But we are underground, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Been there since we've been there. It's been there since the previous owner was there, and the previous owner there was quite elderly. And I, I'd say 
he was there for a good 30, 40 years before we moved in. Wow. And then... Uh, wow. And so there's been a thing wow. of stuff down this hole for a long, oh, yeah, long it's, time. It's been, it's been going on, you know... Our bell doesn't give him too much. He's like, wow, okay, whatever. <laughs> when nobody knows that, I guess. All right, uh, how do you pronounce the name of your town, Manastash? Sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I hear about that rodeo all the time. We just take all, you know, we take all of our uh, trash rubbish here. Anything we have that we have to get rid of, we take it, throw it in the hole. Everyone's throwing their stuff in the hole. What? <laughs> the people from around there throw all the stuff in the hole. I mean, this has been going on for a long time. Well, you know, I, you know, I got to thinking one day, how come this hole is not filling up? It must be an awfully deep hole. That's a good thing to consider. Sure, as you throw stuff in it for decades, literally. <laughs> Heart <laughs> bell. He's kind of like, I uh, guess, yeah, you should. Shark fishermen. So I had a couple of huge uh, uh, fishing reels went out there and uh, started <laughs> letting the line down. I figure after one. Uh, Did you wait the line? Oh, yeah. They're, 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 oh, yeah. In fact, the original line is still down there. I have just been adding to the line and keeping track of how much line I have used. So this guy, Mel Waters, obviously very, very, actually pretty well-spoken, in my in my opinion. Yeah, he doesn't sound like a nut. Yeah, he doesn't sound like a nut. He calls in Mel, uh, uh, to Art Bell, February 1997, at 3 in the morning, though. It's kind of weird. He was just having insomnia. <laughs> yeah. So he lives in the Ellensburg, Washington. One of the facts that I found about Ellensburg, Washington, is there were well bo- whale bones found in trees there. What the fuck? And this is inland, inland, obviously, so that's kind of weird. So yeah, I, I have down that, that he is kind of whale, well, see, I said whale, now I'm saying whale. He is well-spoken, in my opinion, so I don't think it's, in my, it, 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 when I was first researching this, I was like, I don't know if this is a hoax at this point. Yeah. So, uh. He's telling him all of this stuff. He uh, waits tons of fishing line and goes down, I think, like 20,000 feet, 100,000 feet down and, and just keeps going. He cannot find an end to this hole. But it's just insane. Like, he's like, well, we just throw trash in the hole. Yeah. And it's not <laughs> filling up. Yeah. It's like, yep. why are you throwing trash into your a hole on your property? Yeah, that's... <laughs> that's one of the things that art bell kind of questions he's like so you've been just throwing trash down there it's like that's obviously an environmental concern it's like he, he starts <laughs> like art bell has been known to subscribe to some of the weirder conspiracy theories that i don't cons- subscribe to but he's still an environmentalist in some rights well he doesn't sub- or he subscribes to a lot of weird things but he's like not subscribing to this he's like oh yeah no i definitely have heard of your radio rodeo yeah. oh yeah no you can this hear sounds it. really plausible yeah you can hear it in his voice and one of the other things that uh mel waters says is that one of the people that also lives around the property, he has a has a dog that died around there, and they they chucked the body down there, and then uh, when he was around the property again, that he saw that dog again alive and resurrected, walking around. What? Yeah, so they're saying that it has those kind of paranormal properties. 
Well, okay, so if the hole did bring the dog back to life, it's like a bottomless hole. How'd the dog get out? It's <laughs> like floats out. Levitation. <laughs> that is so dumb. These people, do they, do they not have regular trash pickup? It's like, uh, here's a hole. <laughs> you know, I did wonder about that the other day since, you know, we live so far out. How does this, the garbage truck get to us? Does it only come out for just us? Well, we don't need to talk about that with the listeners, but the incinerator's <laughs> working just fine. <laughs> A.K.A. the fire pit in the backyard. <laughs> yes. Few times the goblins will fall in, but we find new goblins. New goblins. But yeah, so he's seen uh, dogs fall in. Uh, not dogs fall in, but dead dogs become resurrected. That's insane. This. That is still insane. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. So this is the first broadcast about this hole. And, and mind you, you have to believe Mel because. He swears on the Bible. So he's obviously truthful. Yes, he's obviously truthful. You have to believe anyone that swears on the Bible. Anybody. Anybody. So the day after the very first broadcast of this, he was stopped while returning to his property one day by federal officers. This <gasps> is what he says. And they said that there had been a plane crash on his property. Into the hole. No. It stopped him at like a faraway gate. Into his, like, bigger prop Because this is, like, a big property, like a ranch. Yeah. And the, he saw, he actually saw, I, I forgot to say this, They he saw fire. And they said, sorry, sir, you can't come down here. There's been a plane crash. And he said, I don't believe you. I'm going in my property. And he's, and they said, well. He, he didn't believe the federal officer? <laughs> he didn't. He's, he's kind of a stubborn one. He's already becoming one of those, like, uh, party QAnon almost. <laughs> you can't tell me a plane's been crashed. <laughs> sovereign I'll cit- tell you. I'm a sovereign citizen. You are not a federal officer to me. But then when he tried to confront them, they said to him, what about the drug labs on your property? See, this is the thing that he didn't explain before. Wait, he has drug labs? <laughs> this is the thing he didn't explain before. He went down to Nevada. He's friends with a lot of Native Americans. And he... Apparently had medicinal, like he said, medicinal plants. I'm thinking is he got a bunch of peyote from some <laughs> some Native Americans from Nevada. Yeah. And he was he said the he said the environment in the high desert of uh, eastern Washington similar to the high desert of Nevada. So I'm starting to grow it up here. So the federal officers used that against him to keep him away. Once they found out that. The pit has paranormal and or interdimensional property. Am I going too far? <laughs> Am I going too fast? <laughs> um, I just... What? Okay, so the pit is pretty big. I'm assuming because it's bottomless and you can't <laughs> see the bottom. And once... And he's always had like peyote or whatever this medicinal plant is. And he's been growing it there just for whatever the medicinal whatever... His self-use is. Maybe he's just tripping by himself. And once the feds found out that he has a paranormal hole, hole, they want to seize his property to supposedly study it. And they use the drug angle to seize his property. 
Ah, uh, okay. Right. <laughs> Got I, that part. Fe- I feel like I'm getting it. Got that part. So in the long run, they do it that way. And he, he threatens to go to the media again, which <laughs> the media would be coast to coast. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so apparently they're spooked. And then they offered to lease his property at $260,000 a month. And he accepts that offer, and he goes to Australia to help wombats. Okay. So he's always had a passion for wombats, and he opens up a wombat sanctuary with the money that he was being paid a month, which is a hefty sum. And apparently that dried up. Nine months later, Mel did return to Washington to visit his family. He ended up being served legal papers stating the property that he still technically owned, but he was leasing out, (laughs) was being seized. For a violation of building codes. Okay, so first it was the peyote. Yes. And now it's building codes? Yes. Okay. So they just don't want to be paying him anymore. They just want the hole. Yeah, they want the hole. We want the hole! We're like, we're going bankrupt paying for the hole. We just want the hole. <laughs> we, we don't... Can't, we can't pay for your wombats no more. <laughs> we don't want to pay for your wombat hole. <laughs> Give us the hole. Yes. So doesn't that sound creepy? That sounds crazy. It doesn't sound creepy. It sounds insane. And this is not where his troubles end. Oh, no. (laughs) Mel has more coming for us. So he goes and ends up, while he's in Washington, he helps his nephew move from Tacoma to Olympia. Mm -hmm. And after he helps his nephew move, he rides the bus back. While on the bus, he has an altercation. Oh. And when they finally called the police, and the police asked Mel to give a statement, he said no. He didn't want to give a statement or anything. He didn't want to go, like, to the police station. He just wanted to get back to Olympia. And to which the police said, don't worry about it. They would give him a ride back. And that is the last thing that Mel remembered of that trip. Twelve days later. Twelve days? Twelve days later, Mel woke up in an alley. In San Francisco, Olympia, Washington, San Francisco, 12 days later, he had been beaten badly. His mo- Some of his molars were missing. Oh, my God. There had been evidence that Mel had been hooked up to an IV, like there, or maybe he, would doing, he was doing some drugs. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. There was a, a, like a homemade belt buckle that Mel had, and it, it was stolen. Which is another story that's less interesting that he thinks is interesting that he rants on about. It's It has to go on with uh, interdimensional time travel and he just goes on and on and on about About the belt buckle? <laughs> yeah, it's really... Jesus. Great. Anyways. <laughs> and then Art Bell actually has like a dentist help him out with his molars and everything. And, his, and the dentist like vouches for the molars like being taken out, which... I guess molars can be taken out by anybody. Yeah, if the guy's crazy <laughs> enough, he could just stand over his sink and rip his own molars out. <laughs> yeah. So he finally did get a bus back to Washington, and he reappeared on Coast to Coast again, and that's when he told everybody what happened, and that's when he got the dentist from Art Bell. So, yeah, that's the second call. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So what do you think happened with that? What do I think happened? I think this guy is fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was think... all a delusion, like the feds and everything. Yeah, yeah, I, I or a story just to get attention. I, like he's either really 
crazy or just like, damn, that guy's crazy. <laughs> damn, that guy's crazy. Damn, that guy's crazy. <laughs> and this is possibly my favorite and the weirdest part of it. This is a five-year update. So he calls back in in 2002. Oh. And uh, he ends up going down and shows Art Bell what's called the Terra Server Bomb. What? <laughs> There's the Terra Server What is what was known as basically what was Google Earth before Google Earth. Mm-hmm. And the area of his property was the only place that was whited out for a long time. Ooh, spooky. <laughs> and he tells Art Bell this, and Art Bell is like, oh, really? Yeah, that's interesting. Okay. And then they go to commercial and, <laughs> well, our crafty listeners crashed the Terra server. <laughs> right? <laughs> and they actually, it is actually whited out. But when you go on Google Maps now, it's not whited out. So I don't know if the government's in control of Google Maps or <laughs> they, it's not like paranormal anymore. It has no charge or it's not something that we're going to get into next <laughs> yeah it doesn't seem to it, it's the air, the coordinates that he says that you can see on, on regular google maps but uh, it wasn't showing up on terra server which was like the government early google maps uh, and that like freaked everybody out it's freaky man here we get into mel becoming aware that his whole not the only hole that is like Mm. Bottomless. Uh, trash hole. Trash hole. <laughs> my trash hole. Trash hole. I got to tell you one more thing that I actually uh, omitted. Didn't omit on purpose. I forgot. Apparently, Native Americans would lay around his trash hole. <laughs> Before it was a trash hole. <laughs> this was something that the Native Americans said that they did. Because it's just always warm. The, the hole is always warm. So, like, when they would be out hunting... There's so many sexual things that you could just say about this fucking hole. The trash hole's warm. The trash hole radiates warmth. I gotta tell you what the... I forgot I should have told you what the hole looks like. I just assumed it was a just a standard hole. Yeah, but it's nine feet in diameter. It's not... It, that's how wide it is. That's a big hole. It's pretty wide. And it has like a retainer wall. Just a stone wall around. Mm-hmm. Very low. Not enough to, like, keep somebody from falling in. It's just, like... <laughs> there's no fence. Yeah, there's no fence. Mel actually put, like, a, one of those tin roofs over it just to keep, like, <laughs> his animals would fall from falling into it. Anyway. This isn't Disneyland. Just so you can picture the holes. <laughs> I want you to picture my holes. Okay. <laughs> he actually went to visit another hole, a Nevada hole. That's where he got some of the peyote. I think. At the Nevada hole. Well, he knew a lot of Native Americans in Nevada. That's where he got his hallucinogenic and medicinal plants. Yes. I wouldn't really use medicinal plants unless they were like drugs. So <laughs> that's why I don't really buy the normal medicinal. Anyways, I'm not the judge. <laughs> so he went to visit the fabled Nevada hole. And uh, the Native Americans and the Basque immigrants and uh, the Basque people I actually saw on California Gold with Huel Hauser. Oh. If you want to know more about the Basque people, watch California Gold. 
anyway, Hill Hauser is a wonderful person. Wonderful person. Hill Hauser is great, and <laughs> we definitely worship him here down in the underground. Yes. Anyways, he went down there, and he actually performed a few experiments on this line. Ooh. Besides just the normal, like, fishing line, see how long it is. So this one is the ice experiment. He bought two different uh, similar bags of ice. I put, said different, different similar. But two <laughs> similar bags of ice. He put one on the on the uh, the surface, and he lowered the other one all the way down. After one on the surface melted, he raised the other one up to compare it. Started melting. He raised the other one up to compare it, and the other one that was in the hole was intact, and it was actually warm. They actually tried to melt the ice that was that came out of the hole with fire, and it actually lit on fire. That's weird. Yeah. Some of the people later on after this experiment, they took the, some of the ice and they actually lit their houses for years with that ice. That sounds like some Dungeons and Dragons shit, doesn't it? Yeah, that does. <laughs> Fuck. So this is where it gets really weird. <laughs> this is where it gets really weird? <laughs> yes. This is what I just like to call the sheep experiment. <laughs> Don't you tell me he was throwing sheep in a hole. Oh, he didn't throw it down. Pushed it. He put it in a box, and he lowered the box down, and it was, you know, a couple minutes, it seemed fine, and they, he kept it down there for a half hour, and nothing really seemed to happen. As it should. <laughs> he lowered it down 1,500 feet, and seemed fine, and he felt, a, he just felt a little fuzzy vibration on the line, and that's about it. He lifted it back up, and the box seemed flawless, and he opened it. And, and the sheep was now dead. What? <laughs> Jarrett. The sheep, it was now cooked. It was charred, smoldering. For only a half an hour being down For there? a half an hour. They actually pulled the sheep out and they dissect it. Mm-hmm. And on the inside, it looks fine. It looks healthy. It doesn't look cooked at all. It's actually not even warm on the inside. But there is one weird thing. There's a weird tumor on the inside. And it's surrounded by a weird gel. And it's kind of pulsating and everything like that. So they take they take it out and here. You're gonna show it to me? No. Well, there are there are artist renditions, but I have a little clip. There's that many fans of this that there are artist renditions of the tumor. The tumor. The tumor. They removed the tumor, which appeared to be, you know, a fleshy sack. He cut open the tumor and fleshy creature emerged. What? What? It looked like an 18-inch long cross between a fetus and a seal. Ew. Flippers and all. Ew. But the eyes looked definitely human-like. That is really creepy. And it was alive with some kind of uh, umbilical cord that connected itself to the tumor. Tumor. Here, I'm going to play a clip now. Oh, come on, our bell. That came out of this godforsaken tumor that was in this thing. Um, what did you... What, what happened? Well, you know, we, I, got, I got this, this the seal, and he's, you know, he's kind of grinding one around a little bit in a direction at all, and then he's just sort of watching us more, and we're sort of kind of at a safe distance, but we, we kind of encroach upon a little bit there, and I'm telling, I'm telling the Basque, hey, you're the big, brave Basque here, you know, don't be afraid of this thing here, I'm 
just, you know, you know, just an ordinary old guy here. Just uh, so, you know, we, we, we did. We, we went up to it there, and it just looked at us here. And, and the look that it was giving us was the only way I can describe it. It was like the most compassionate look that I'd ever seen <laughs> from, from any face. Any face. With the eyes. We're looking and, and feeling this. And, and, and so. And I fucked this little seal. Oh! <laughs> and and the, 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 the little seal there starts to model again towards the hole. And I get this feeling that it wants to go up on, on, on the ledge, on, the, on the, the collar, right? So I pick it up in my hands and I set it right. right Why? There. It, it moves around a little bit. And then we're, at this point, we're pretty comfortable with this thing. Ew. I am. And, and my, my, my comrades there are, are pretty, pretty comfortable with pre- it. Pre- pretty comfortable. Like freaked out anymore like we were. And maybe it's just, you know, the, we're over the shock, or maybe we are in shock. <laughs> but that look that was giving us, it didn't, didn't seem Hi, like Daddy. I'm a little seal boy. So scary. Take me home. <laughs> Teach me to ride a bicycle. <laughs> Throw it in the hole. <laughs> no, it didn't. They turned around and went back into the hole. At this point, we were close to it, so we watched it go all the way down as far as we could see. And we didn't have high-powered lights or anything, so it did oh. no sound. Bye-bye, Steely. <laughs> Ew. It's so gross. That is really the last interesting thing that male, male has to say. Oh, okay. Well, that's the hole. And, well, he does have to say that uh, that the, that ice, it ends up, that creature, he's, he kind of tells them that, other space creatures will come to kill would would kill and also other space creatures know that earth creatures they bet on earth creatures just killing ourselves i guess that's one thing that they got from that seal creature what yeah i don't know i don't know how you would get that from that seal creature story (laughs) aliens bet on us (laughs) what i don't know well that's weird as fuck that is the True story of the man with the hole. Well, I would say it's a, it's a story of the man with the hole. Hey, he had a phone and he called, and that means it's true. Um. Okay, so we're filing filing this under <laughs> not true, fake, 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 fake. He fake. owns a phone and he can weave a story together. That means yeah. it's true. No. That means he can be president of the United States. It does, but it doesn't mean it's true. President Mel Waters. President <laughs> Mel with his whole waters. <laughs> President Seal Fetus. <laughs> oh, you want me to show you a picture of the Seal Fetus? Oh. <coughs> I'll show you. Okay. What <laughs> the fuck? These are not good artist renditions. I'm just saying. No, no. No, no. This one's cute, though. No, it's not. I like that. No, that is not cute. It looks like testicles. <laughs> yes, Mel Waters. That's my Mel case. Waters. 
Okay. And, uh, and we filed it. We've set it aside. Mm-hmm. Case done. Yep. Hopefully he becomes president. All right. Now, what's one thing that has uh, kept you going through this hibernation? Through this wonderful hibernation. Yeah. Just tell me. <clears throat> you. Oh, that's really nice. Because I love you. I love you, too. That's really corny, but nice. What about something besides Ice cream. Ice cream? I do love ice cream, too. Ice cream is so delicious. I want ice cream on top of you. Oh. <laughs> What's kept you going through? You. Oh. <sighs> the Nintendo Switch is nice. And the dogs. The dogs. I don't I don't work for Nintendo, but we... We'll take a sponsorship. Seriously, the Nintendo Switch was (laughs) one of the best decisions. And weed. And weed. We'll take a weed sponsorship, too. Yeah, thanks, weed. And Godzilla vs. the Smog Monster. Underrated Godzilla movie that nobody watched. That's my favorite one. It's underrated. That's what I said. Yeah. Not as many people like it. Watch Godzilla vs. the Smog Monster. Godzilla vs. Hedora. So that's... It's almost 45-minute episode there. It's not exactly a short episode. It's a good yeah. good case file, good start, and good killing of the hiatus. Hell yeah. We're back, bitches. <laughs> yeah. So, everybody, nature has its balance. He is that balance. Praise Godzilla. Hello, and thank you for listening to the Society of the Underground Drive-In. If you would like to support Society of the Underground Drive-In, please visit our two Etsy pages, etsy.com slash shop turbo mecha giant dino, and also Etsy slash shop cryptid commodities. Or you can also visit our t-shirt shop at tpublic.com slash shop sci-fi double feature drive-in podcast. Thank you, and we'll see you next time.